For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the channel of me. I'm Shane Told, and we got lots to talk about. Oh boy, do we have lots to talk about. New music and more. A little bit and more this week. And of course, I will bring in my fearless co-host. Make some noise, okay, everybody at home. Make some noise for Mr. Michael Howell. See you say I'm a fearless co-host, and you're kind of right because I'm wearing a fearless band right uh-huh, now. Uh huh. Uh huh. But I was always more of a Rise Records kind of kid. Oh, okay. I don't know. Fearless. It's usually fearless leader. Fearless co-host doesn't quite have the same ring to it, but I I think it works. It all works. It works. It all works. We're just winging it here, anyway. That's what we do. Yes. Uh, we are live on Twitch right now, which is great. Love to see it. Uh, and. A lot of people already are talking about this festival. Oh, yeah. Should we just jump into this right away? I mean, we might as well. I mean, this is the big news of the week, of the month, of the year, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is when we were young festival in October. So still, still like nine months. Yep. Um, October 22nd, it's happening in Las Vegas. If you haven't heard about it, 
you've been living under a rock probably for the last 24 hours. Uh, it's literally everywhere. I can't, you avoid can't it. avoid, you can't avoid that awful, awful poster, man. It, it's literally an assault on the eyes in the best way possible. <laughs> yeah. You think so? You like it? It's so nostalgic, right? Like if somebody said, Hey, this is the front of my binder to me in high school. And it was that I would be like, you know, that, that checks out. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I don't know about the pink and all the band logos, including so many that are really old logos. Like I mean, including that's my the vibe, right? Including my band, like the the Silverstein logo is not one we use or would have sent them. They just Googled it and it, there it was. Um, so here we go. But you know, the, the the consensus from people is like, is this happening really? Is this a real thing? Yeah. And how are they gonna pull this off in just one day? I mean, that's my main concern, right? Uh, this is 65 bands, 12 hours, three stages. That's what they're saying. Yeah. That's insanity because my chem's not signing on for something like this for a 25, 30 minute set, right? They're going to be headlining in some, in some fashion. I would assume not. I would assume that all the big players, you know, which are the bands at the top and the bands down the middle, mm -hmm. um, would be playing. You got to figure like, an hour at least. Right. Yeah. And it would be pretty weird to see like AFI or taking back Sunday or dashboard confessional. Mm -hmm. Um, even alkaline trio play for less than 45 minutes. I mean, at the minimum dance, Gavin dance playing less than like 40 minutes is weird. The, yeah. Pierce the veil. Sure. I mean, yeah, but, but the, the way that this is going to shake out is it's going to be, the bands at the beginning of the day are going to probably play for 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to have, you know, probably in the middle of the day, the band's playing for like 30 to 35. And then a few bands may get 40. And then the headliner is going to play for like an hour. It's going to be, it is going to be what it is because there's just no other way really to do it unless they were to add another day, which doesn't seem like they want to do. I mean, I don't know. Can, can they, I mean, I don't, like, nobody knows, right? That's, yeah. that's the thing. And for people wondering, since yes, my band is playing on this. Um, yes, I knew we were playing. All we were told was that we were, that it was a festival and it was with my chemical romance. That's all we knew. I mean, that's all you say. You say yes. Yeah, we said yes. And so did a lot of bands because a lot of bands are in the same uh, boat, right? Mm -hmm. And and to be, here's the thing though. Um, that's not abnormal. It, it, like a, a festival wouldn't say necessarily like, okay, these are all the bands that are playing because mm -hmm. they might not have confirmed yet. Um, they don't want, they wouldn't want this to leak. And I mean, right? come on, they couldn't have told the used that my chem was playing it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but like, honestly though, like I get it. And, and the thing is, is like people, the, the festival rolled it out the way they did because they captured the most possible mm -hmm. amount of hype and it worked because it's all anyone is talking about. Yeah, it really is. Um, but my only real concerns is turnover time, right? Cause Every festival I've been to that tries to have quick turnover, it's still at least five, 10 minutes, right? Between bands. Um, I don't know. I love this festival. I love this lineup. 
I think everybody is going to be stressed out on October 22nd. <laughs> all the fans trying to see every band that they want to see. All of the artists trying to get the maximum amount of set time possible. Right. Uh, make sure that all their gear is ready and loaded. Everybody running this thing. Like, it's going to be a stressful day, but it's going to be a good time. And I really hope it happens for everybody. I don't think I'm going to be able to go, unfortunately. I have a wedding that weekend. Oh, okay. And I mean... I was looking at it right and I'm like, man, crazy one day. The only bands I haven't seen on there that I'd want to see are Mimi at the Altar, Poppy, and My Chem. I'm like, you know, sometimes it'd be like that. So, yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm going to throw this up. Somebody just posted this in the chat. Um, this seems to be, yeah, this is not real, by the way. I think this is like a fake thing somebody kind of just made mm -hmm. um, to show what could be possible. Yeah. And, um, to be, to be honest, like this is probably fairly close. Um, I would put bring me the rise and headlining, not a day to remember, but that's me. Uh, well, yeah, well they have it like as a main stage thing here. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, oh, true. so, so uh, yeah, I mean, a day to remember, uh, Mike, uh, Mike, um, sorry, bring me is listed above day to remember. So maybe I think this is just to give people an idea though. And mm -hmm. the first thing is you mentioned before that the changeovers, but on this one, there are not any changeovers, yep. which is possible to do if you do, if, if they have like a revolving stage, yep. right? And then, which either can be two stages side by side. So really instead of three stages, it's like mm -hmm. six yep. or, I've seen that. or, or um, actual spinning. Yeah. Thing. I think at the warp tour, the final warp tours, they had, yep. they had that. So a band literally they had that. turns the whole stage turns. And then there's another band, which is, it's funny. It's like something out of a fucking movie, but it really is. Yeah. Uh, rock on the range had that for a little while too. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So thank you. Whoever, um, is in the chat posted this. Um, I lost it. Uh, uh, Ariana. Thank you, Ariana for adding that to this, to, to the discussion. I can't talk today. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and ticket price pit snoggle. Welcome, Steve. Good to see you. Um, people saying two twenty five seems like a lot for, uh, for the show, I, I disagree because if they'd put it over three days and it was 75 bucks, people would be like, what a steal, you know? Mm -hmm. So I don't think so. I think that it's, um, I don't think that it's that, uh, big, big a deal. I think you also got to look at it like from merch perspective too. Like this is one guaranteed day of merch sales, which is where a lot of band income comes to as well. So you have to kind of cover that with more ticket prices too, right? Um, well, the, the bands, I mean, yeah, I'm, I I'm sure the price makes sense to me. I'm sure the, yeah, I mean, I'm sh I, the price doesn't seem too far off to me either for that lineup. Um, people are also talking about, this is a common one too, Heather, sort of to single you out. People are talking about how it's non-refundable, non-transferable. Yeah. Literally every festival ever is non-refundable. Um, that's just the way it is. If, you know, of, of course, if the show gets canceled, then you would get your money back. But mm -hmm. you know, these shows, shows are non, no refunds in rain or shine. That's, that's the way that it is. So, um, and non-transferable, that's pretty, pretty much the st standard these days too. Um, depending on, you know, the way they do the ticketing, ticketing, but that's also kind of to avoid, you know, problems that they'll have with scalpers, right? That, that does protect the consumer. Mm -hmm. Uh, as well. So I don't know. I, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to be a part of it. I did not 
know it was going to be like this. I didn't know it was going to be this crazy thing when I, I got the email being like, sure. Like I love Las Vegas. I love my chem. Like we got nothing going on in October. Like, sure. We'll be there. Mm-hmm. And did not know this was what we were signing up for. Like you've seen all the memes and stuff too, right? Like I set my friends on fire, managed to get the web page and Instagram handle for the festival and are like, let us play it. It's and, really funny. I know. And they're like bouncing up now and everybody's talking about, I set my friends on fire randomly <laughs> and that's great. They've already secured a festival booking because of it, um, which is pretty great. Well, like, yeah. I mean, if you, if you think about it, like, and I, I, when I first looked at the list of bands Mm-hmm. And it just like, you know, I was like, what the hell? I like, just kept, kept looking at it. There's more and more and more. More and more you discover. Like it looked, it, it got better the more you looked at it, which never happens with festival lineups. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to think like, okay, who, who did they miss? And at, but I know I've, there's a few bands now that I've seen other people mention, but like at first, the only band mm-hmm. that I saw that I was like, should be there is Under Oath. Yeah. It was like the only band. My thoughts were... Under Oath, Prada. Yeah. Because not having Devil Wars Prada there, like you've got a ton of cool metalcore from like early 2000s, like 05, right there. Prada, Under Oath. Like it just makes sense. But I don't know. It's still a solid lineup. There's They've got some younger talent on there too. Like Meet Me at the Altar is on there. Knock Loose is on there. It's going to be an amazing day for anybody who goes. Um, good luck. I hope you see all the bands you want to see. Yeah, well, uh, for sure. I'll be living vicariously through you for sure. looking at all your pictures. I mean, there is a lot, you're right. There is a lot of, um, there's a lot of younger bands, which I thought was cool too. Like, mm-hmm. um, no, it isn't like all of the new hot bands, but the fact that, yeah, Poppy's on there. Yep. Uh, yeah. Meet me at the altar. Really cool. Uh, mm-hmm. and a few other, uh, then, bands as like, well. I love the, like, really cool like niche stuff too like the fact that they got boys like girls that's huge <laughs> like that's so cool yeah i did not know they were still like a band I, maybe they're not very seldomly uh, like i think they do like one-off shows and stuff like this so yep super cool no it's it is pretty pretty awesome and yeah people are mentioning in the chat here i'll say it for the podcast side good charlotte newfound glory Simple, yeah, yeah. simple plan. Those are definitely uh, bands that would be great for this as well. But I mean, you know, you got to figure there's some bands that have plans. Uh, some year. forty, some forty one would be good too. They're not on here. Next year, uh, yeah, next next year. Make this one successful and do it again next year. Maybe, Easy. maybe make it come to the East Coast though. Yeah, sure, it's great. Actually, you know what? It's, screw the East Coast. Make it go to. F- like 50, 55 days. Just travel for a year. <laughs> <laughs> that would be something. I mean, you know, I, I've heard the capacity of the place is like 80,000. Yeah, I've heard so, 80 to 85K. So this could be literally the biggest emo show of all time. Yeah. It's going to be something else, man. At, at least straight up like emo, right? Like there have been bigger like metal festivals and stuff oh, like yeah. that where like a lot of these bands have played. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But this is like, yeah. Straight up like scene festival. This is huge. Like this is taking the cake from Warp 25, from um, So What? What other festivals have we even had? Like 
at least even comparable. I don't think there's any. It's it's crazy. This is absolutely psycho. So that is the biggest news of the week. Um, I'm not sure if there's anything else people wanted to touch on. I know a lot of people were tuning in just to hear about yeah. hear about this. Um, but I would say for people that are worried about it, um, I think it's going to be okay. It's it's in Las Vegas. You're in good hands. This is a place that does you know events all the time. People know what <laughs> they're doing. And the comparisons to something like Firefest are ridiculous. So let's let's not <laughs> let's not make those comparisons. I think it's going to be a good time. I think the only concern is really just squeezing all the bands into one day, and you know clashes. If you're trying to see all the bands, it would be impossible. But regardless, challenge accepted. Uh, you <laughs> regardless, you uh, you're going to have a great day if you go to this, and I. Th- I'm stoked to be, to be on it. Oh yeah. All right. Uh, other big news. Yeah. Um, another band that arguably could have fit very well on this. Uh, every time I die is broken up. Pretty sad. Yeah. Uh, this is not something that you didn't see coming. That's for sure. Um, yep. it's, there's been turmoil with the band since, uh, well, for about six weeks now they were on mm-hmm. tour and their singer, Keith Buckley dropped off. Um, her apparently overheard his own brother talking about replacing him in the band and he left the tour. Um, I guess they were going to figure it out. They did their final show hometown show at Tid the season, the, the annual every time I die festival. And that was it. And that's the last show that the band will presumably ever play. Uh, they were supposed to be, uh, touring with Under Oath coming up. That's mm-hmm. uh, they've dropped off that officially now, and yeah, apparently the band is uh, is done. It's, I mean, these are this is one of the most legendary and influential metalcore bands uh, of all time. Would I don't know? It's kind of weird because I hate the drama, and it's so sad that this has become so public so quickly. But it almost feels better that it's ending this way with some closure too than the bands that just kind of like quietly disappear. Yeah, I, I, I definitely know what you mean. Um, it's just, it would, it would just be great if the band said, you know what, we're going to do one last tour, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to like, if we have to ride separate vehicles, like if it's going to be, it if it's going to be like that kind of a thing, just so that the fans get to see the band play, one last time because mm-hmm. it ended pretty abruptly that that would be great. I mean, I know that I'm, you know, I've been a huge fan of every time I die, like because they're from Buffalo right across the border. Like I used to see them play when I was in high school, Yeah, you know, like a local band, I played, played local shows with them. So they've always been an amazing band and it's, it is really sad to see this happen and, and happen this way. Um, I don't know exactly all, all the, you know, the, what happened, you know, in terms of mm-hmm. it's a bit of a, you know, both sides to every story and the truth is somewhere in the middle and exactly. It, yeah. It's too much back and forth. I, I'm not going to personally talk about it. I mean, I think there's probably some points where Keith was right. There's probably some points where the other guys were right too. And it's just a shame it had to happen this way. It is a shame especially with them releasing what I consider to be, I think I said, uh, their, their best record, you know, yeah. and at least we got that out of it. 
it's it's great to see the band end on a high note mm-hmm. and you know maybe this is the kind of thing that once the dust settles a little bit some time goes by some wounds heal yeah maybe some people you know figure out their own issues uh then maybe it's the kind of thing that down the road in two three five ten years you know it, we could we could see the band come back it, it's mm-hmm. it's not of course right now it seems like that's impossible but i mean there's been tons of it like jawbreaker if you told me Mike jawbreaker, was getting back together yeah. i would have said you're you're insane right everybody like, everybody's come back at the gates reform said they never would refused came back said they never would are still a band jawbreaker announced a a dear you anniversary Mm -hmm. tour a band that nobody thought would ever play they picked a very they picked a very bad day to do it by the way (laughs) announcing it on the same day as when we were young uh yeah i mean i didn't even hear about it stained i'll live without i could live without that one but i mean me too but like (laughs) if you told me stained was ever going to come back i would have said no way right well, but. Aaron Aaron Lewis has been rubbing his hands on salami and playing It's Been a While back to back at many also shows true. since. So, hey. Uh, anyway, and if anybody. What did you talk about last week? Well, I, I am very ready. I mean, the chat is on fire. We got a great group today, and uh, I'm ready. I like the news. I kind of like the news break. That was good. Maybe we I should do too. that. Maybe we should have a little news segment on the show. It, it kind of makes mean, we sense. We could. We're talking about current music. For, Why would at we... least for big stuff like yeah. this, right? Like, and we we typically do. We talk about people who pass away. If there's any like huge festival announcements and stuff yeah. like that, like yeah, well, we should. There we should be to. one. There should be like at least one news thing every week that we could say to each other. Does like, does it have to be music related? <laughs> well, I'd say we'd lean that direction. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but like, yeah, I don't know if. Uh, if like they release Pokemon Go 2, like we'll talk about that that week. I don't know. That'll be big we'll news. Figure it out. <laughs> well, regardless, um, what we usually do is we talk about new records. And last week was a doozy. Yeah. Our number one album was the new record Voyeurist from our friends Under Oath. And what a record this was, is. Tell me about it. Well, uh... It alar- it's alarmingly good. You know, <laughs> I, I, I had heard all the singles obviously, and there was quite a few of them. Like I want to say like five or six, you know, out of 10 tracks. So it was like at least half the record I'd heard, yep. but that didn't take away from it. I found like once the record was put together, some of the deep cuts, they had a lot of emotion and vibe in them that I kind of wasn't expecting. Mm-hmm. And a certain amount of character that I think was lost from Erase Me, their last album. I agree. And I really liked Erase Me, but I do understand why it turned people off hearing this new one because this this is like very similar to this is the record maybe Erase Me should have been. You know? Yeah, and it I has agree. a really great vibe and it has an emotion and a certain um character character that Erase Me d- didn't um really convey. That's my that's my take on it. There's just an element of care for the record and blood, sweat, tears, emotion, whatever you want to call it, that's obviously been poured into this thing that almost feels like it was done on a race me, but not at a hundred percent, not with their full heart into it. And when you kind of come and listen to Voyeurist, you're 
really looking at an open book from the band and it's just an emotional journey and it's great. It reminds me of, I don't know what every time I listen to define the great line and they're only chasing safety. Right. I'm like, wow, that record was amazing. Everything was left on the table. Right. Like there's right. nothing else. It It's done. Uh, erase me. I kind of felt like, man, I think there were some things that could have been explored at this record still. Uh, voyeurist were right back to that where I listen to this record and I'm like, well, I don't know what you would add to this record to make it better at this point. Yeah, um, that's well well so put. It's good. Well put. I, th- I think the other thing, though, is that I think Under Oath, if they've always had an internal battle with mm-hmm. with what they are, what they want to be, how they're perceived. Yeah. And I think it's always been very confusing you know, and, and I, I don't just mean like their belief system with like the whole Christian band thing. And mm-hmm. now they're dropping F bombs and seemingly every other song like that. That's all, all always like that is, that has really been a, a conversation, but to me, that's not the important conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the really, the important conversation is that they aren't afraid to be what they are now. And so much, exactly. so much of the time I feel like, they didn't want to be called an emo band. So they're like, well, we're a metal band. So we're going to play heavier. And then mm-hmm. when they were kind of trying to be too far that way, you know, and then it kind of just yeah. went, it went into places where I think the band wasn't as comfortable as they let on. Mm-hmm. And now it seems like they're completely comfortable in their own skin they're playing the music that they want to play. Yeah. They're experimenting where they want to. They're writing hits where they want to. And it's just a beautiful thing because the band has so much talent mm-hmm. and they, and I, they keep getting better. I mean, Spencer's vocals are insane on this record. Yeah. They sound so good. Um, and I completely agree. They've kind of finally stepped out of this role of letting John or define the band a little bit where, metalcore, emo, post-hardcore, metal, whatever you kind of want to call what they're doing. And this this record's just so genre fluid yeah. in a way that just feels really genuine, right? It doesn't feel like yeah. they're pulling from a playbook as much anymore, which is great. Yeah, absolutely. Um, other records? Did you listen Fit to other records? Autopsy. Fit for an Autopsy was one that I missed. I missed. I didn't listen, didn't listen to the record. Um, it's a monster. It's so damn you good. You know, I, um, I'm really glad to hear that. And and I got to say, like, the singles didn't blow me away. So, mm-hmm. and that happens a lot with records that I yeah. love. So I will have to check that one out. No, this, this one's great. It's right on par with that Rivers of Nile record that I had last year on my top 10. Um, it's super good progressive metal, deathcore, whatever you want to call it, right? That weird thing that these bands are doing now. Uh, I... I absolutely love it. It's great. It's heavy. It's emotional. It's what you want. The record that I was most um, surprised about, well, maybe not surprised because mm-hmm. I knew it was going to be good, but it's it's really good, is the new mm-hmm. record from Pride Lands. Uh, Sharp Tone hits again. They're, this label is putting out great music, great bands. They seem to be finding just some of the best new artists, mm-hmm. uh, you know, younger artists. And this record is awesome. This, Insane for a debut. It's it's like yeah, it really sounds polished, and it has this modern sound to it, while still mm-hmm. kind of being like a fun metalcore, post-hardcore record. Yeah, and I really think this band is—you're going to be hearing about this band a lot. 
Mm-hmm. It's it reminds me of a little bit more of like a lo-fi lows almost, where it's not trying to be very heavy. It's it's still got those elements of kind of like shoegaze and stuff like that, but it's okay with having some clean vocals as well. It's very, very good. Yes, absolutely. And Tony's bringing up Worm Shepherd. That is a monster of a record, dude. Yeah, raise the raise the L- horns Lorna for Shore that too. one. It, it, it's very, there's some very Lorna Shore uh, moments on this <laughs> record. It's ferocious. It's great though, by itself. It's, it's stupidly heavy. I love it. It's very, very... It, when you listen to it and you're like, if you go into it and you're like, man, I want Lorna Shore, it's just that. It's that blackened, raw, fast deathcore that's binging on, or on the fringe of black metal and slam and stuff like that. It's very good, very cohesive, very heavy. Yep. It's a good time. Um, it is. I don't know the vocalist's name, but he's just as talented as Will Ramos. Like He's something else. Dude's a monster. He is a monster. He sounds like a monster sometimes. Um, That's what they're trying to do. Lee McKinney. Oh yeah. I love this record. It blew me away. It's so damn good. I love it. It's like, it's like, it's like an emo guitar nerd record. Uh, That's like, Mm -hmm. once I listen to it, obviously every song has a different vibe too. Yeah. I I, like, love the, I just love the emotion and the character Mm -hmm. that it has that, that sadly gets lost a lot of times in these shredder records. And I yep. love this record. Lee McKinney. It's beautiful. Just put it on, put it on. while you, whatever you're doing, you know, it's like, it's mm-hmm. great. Um, it's great cleaning this music. Is, it's really great. This is the best instrumental record I've heard since new levels, new devils by Polyphia. So three years now, four years, like it's amazing. I love it so much. Wow. Well, we'll see where it ends up. If it ends up, if an instrumental record could, could uh, crack the top 10, it won't happen. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's shadow of intent it's tough oh yeah shadow intent of course absolute banger record did you get a chance to I, listen to that one i did um <laughs> again this this band i don't really know what to say about it like you kind of just know it's, what you're gonna get yeah. like they just everything they do is is great and they're blowing up <laughs> for a reason um i don't know this is just really really good deathcore yeah Pretty much. Uh, same with Enterprise Earth. Um, mm-hmm. I like the record. Uh, I got to that one once. I listened to everything about, I also about twice. Um, Enterprise Earth was fun. Um, just didn't catch me as much as the rest of the other things. I think there's a little bit of depth there too, though, that I just need to re-listen a few times uh, and get back into it, which it's hard on these weeks like this too, right? Where we've just got so much stacked in and we do. I don't have a chance to like, okay, we've got the number one. I'm going to re-listen to that like four or five times and we can have a detailed conversation about it. And like, which one am I going to re-listen to four or five times? Right. I mean, it's all good stuff. Yeah. It's, that's, it was a great week. It, it, was, it was a huge week, which is a great segue into this week. Are you ready to talk about a week of music? No. You got one more. No, I'm ready. I'm just no, you're ready. No, you're ready. Okay. No, he's ready, everybody. All right. Well, we are going to get into our top seven this week. We've got seven albums. Lucky number seven. Mike, kick it off. We had seven last week too, didn't we? I think so. Kick it off. Kick it off with number seven. All right. Number seven, Guilty Pleasure Band for Mike. Um, Symphonic Power Metal. I absolutely love this band. They are super popular, especially for a power metal band. Uh, Battle Beast with their new record, Circus of Doom. 
Uh, this band is from Finland. They're symphonic power metal. They're exactly what you expect from the genre. Uh, it's going to be corny, but the riffs are going to be tight. There's going to be some really cool uh, orchestral elements. It's going to feel like you're on a battlefield, or in this case, a circus. <laughs> and yeah. it's going to be just fun, right? You got a chance to check out the singles. We talked oh, about yeah. this a little this, bit before we started this, up. Uh, this band is is crazy. Uh, I believe they call themselves Party Power Metal. Yeah. Okay, so you've got, you know, the genre of power metal doesn't always take itself so seriously anyway. At least the better mm-hmm. bands don't. This especially doesn't. Uh, female fronted. She is absolutely incredible. Voice. Just an amazing singer. And what's cool about her voice is being that she's a woman, she can sing fucking even higher than the mm-hmm. like high power metal dudes. So yeah. it's like crazy when you're having this, like she's already up there and then they'll do a key change and then she's even mm-hmm. higher. And you're like, I didn't think this was possible. So if you're looking for yeah, a ridiculous, wild. a ridiculous power metal band, super talented though, too, like the guitar playing is awesome in mm-hmm. this, you, you know, they, they bring in a little bit of humor once in a while too. Uh, check out like, Battle Beast. This is this is a cool pick. Um, and you're right, they are popular. They are they are like strangely popular, mm-hmm. uh, especially I think in Europe. I read that they oh, were yeah. like top ten on the charts, like in a bunch Tons of countries of over there. Festivals and stuff like that over there. Yeah. Um, if if you're looking to like wet your toes and just see what this is all about, listen to the single "Master of Illusion." Uh, that was the first single on the record. It's got a sick guitar riff and just overall ambience in the song. It's yes. a good time. I recommend it to yes. everybody. Yes. Uh, great pick. Number seven, Battle Beast, straight out of Finland. And you, if you gave, if you played this for me and gave me three guesses, I would totally guess Finland in the first three, maybe number one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like Finland. All right, we're moving on. Number six. Uh, number six. So coming out of Boston, Massachusetts, we've got an EP. Uh, hardcore band. We haven't talked about a lot of hardcore on the show. Um, not something that I'm typically leaning into. And I think we've kind of had kind of a reprieve from bands like Knock Loose, Chamber, Jesus Peace, uh, releasing music. But I think we're going to get a lot of that this year. And it starts off with the new EP, Torture World by Great American Ghost. Uh, we've only heard one song off this. I put it on our little playlist for us. Oh, but Shane it, called Kingmaker. But it fucks, um, dude. It fucks so hard. It goes so damn hard. Like, dude, listen, any song that you play it up, and it's got like a decently fast beat and anvil hitting. <laughs> like, you know, you're going to kick some ass Dude, in the pit to that. The breakdown in this in this song is just straight fucking ignorance, mm-hmm. dude. Like, it yeah, is just, dumb. oh my God. Like, I, I couldn't believe this song. I was, mm-hmm. I was like ready to destroy my kitchen, uh, yeah. heating up my fucking stir fry on this one. This, this band, um, again, this up, you know, you see their name around, heard mm-hmm. a couple songs. I'm gonna dive in with both head first, actually, not even with both feet. I'm going head first into this new Great American Ghost EP because I can't believe how good this this single is. Yeah. And I mean, this is a band that's been super consistent for me for the last couple of years. I've seen them open a few shows here in Detroit, uh or like being on like the tour opener, right? Uh, they've always yeah. put on a great show, always a great time, super nice dudes. Uh, I'm super excited for this EP. Uh, I'm waiting for another full length soon, hopefully, just because these guys absolutely rip. 
No, totally. I mean, Boston, I mean, you talk about hardcore and Boston, it's like <laughs> every band is from Boston. So yeah. uh, amazing. This is uh super, super sick. I love the pick two for two, Mike, in my opinion, great American yeah. ghost at number six. Ready to go. Number five. I am. Uh, so coming somewhere out of the United Kingdom, I'm not sure where, cause I couldn't find out from where, uh, we've got a pretty small band called modern error. They're releasing their new record victim of a modern age. Uh, this band's kind of in an interesting spot where I wouldn't say they're part of the post-hardcore emo revival, uh, but I wouldn't say they're metalcore either. They're very nicely settled kind of in between those, as well as adding some kind of pop elements and electronic elements. It's very, very fresh. Uh, there's almost kind of some shoegazy elements to it too. I don't know. Do you like the songs? Yeah, it, it's, it seems like it's a two-piece. They might be yeah. brothers um, from what I'm seeing. They I'm, I'm not 100% sure what's going that on make there. Sense. They look pretty similar. But the, uh, the band uh, sort of sounds like if you took... Under Oath and a lot of their, their bands that ripped off Under Oath. And mm-hmm. then you added in like a little bit of like Nine Inch Nails almost. Yeah. Um, and Maybe then, some Deftones almost too. Yeah. And then, and then and you know, that's kind of a, a stew of, of those bands. And I like this. Mm-hmm. And I, I think the singer has a really good voice. And that's what course, really draw me, drew me and kept me in with this band. Like that vocal performance is just great. Yeah, exactly. I think this is cool. If you're looking for something new and fresh, that's a little bit, it's a little bit throwbacky, but at the same time, a little bit different. I, mm-hmm. I would highly recommend this band as well. Um, and again, this is like an under 10,000 monthly listener Spotify band, I believe. Yep. So this is rookie card, get that rookie card, modern era error. I did not know they're from the UK. Um, they don't sound like a UK band. When you listen to it, I, I actually didn't get that vibe, but you know, really? who, who knows what is, there's no, regional sounds anymore unless you're talking about uh, battle beast apparently <laughs> <laughs> definitely finish but this is great another great pick yeah love it uh number four okay. let's just get into it yeah uh we're gonna start talking about the canadian bands We've got two right yes. in a row here yes. this week uh first one i want to talk about uh kind of a classic punk band uh, Billy Talent with their new album Crisis of Faith. You excited for this one? I know it. Love the band. Love the band. Love the dudes. Uh, believe me, for anybody, any Americans listening to this, Billy Talent in Canada is a fucking institution. Okay. Yeah. This is the the one of the most important rock bands ever in Canada. It's just the way it is, and I know that they haven't been around Rightfully that so. long. Like they're, they're, they've been a band for 15, 20 years. Um, and well, actually longer technically, but we won't get into that. Mm. Um, and they haven't, they don't put out records all the time, which makes this record even more exciting. Cause this is probably only their sixth record, maybe something like that. Um, but these singles are great. This is the, the best music Billy town has put out in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got a little bit more experimental stuff on this too. Like they have one, song that's like been released that's almost like a prog song did you catch that one mike it's like seven minutes long and it's like yeah it's great two parters super yeah, this different is their sixth album yeah so uh this i could not be more excited about billy talent um mm-hmm. they're just they're great people and and a great band and just one of the one of the bands that makes makes canada proud yeah i really like these singles uh 
we've got the seven minute song, which I also like is called forgiveness one plus two. Yeah. That's which is the almost kind one. of a callback to Billy, Billy talent, Billy talent too. Right. <laughs> and like how they numbered them and stuff like that. And then like at the end, you've got, or like the first single that they put out, which is probably my favorite judged is like a little minute 40, or maybe that's the most recent one. I don't remember the order they came out. Mm-hmm. I think that's the mm-hmm. most recent one now, but like judged a little minute 40 punk banger. Yeah. That like that song's just so fun. And I don't know. I'm really excited for this release. Billy talent. has been one of those bands that I kind of discovered when I was younger, um, listened to music and actually like knowing genres and things like that. And like Red Flag, I think, was on a Gran Turismo soundtrack. Okay. And I just fucked with that song really hard and uh, always kind of been a fan of the band because of it. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, great solid music, you know, through though. Being that you're from Detroit area, you know, Mm -hmm. and you you get like a radio, they get played on right 89X (laughs) and all that. Um, Rest in peace, you know, those, um, those border cities, you know, <laughs> Billy Talent's massive in them because because of that stuff. And speaking of eighty nine X, real quick, and I hate to derail this conversation. That's okay. Billy Talent's great. Did you see that it is officially called Pine Knob again? I did not. No. Yeah. Uh, gone with DTE. I forget who's taking it over. There, so there's going to be new ads, but it's not DTE Energy Music Amphitheater anymore. It's just Pine Knob again. Thank God. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I just, I think the naming, I, I used to care about mm-hmm. that stuff. Like the, the, and it's a huge one in Toronto because we used to have the, the dome stadium down right downtown yeah. Toronto was called the sky dome like forever. And then the phone company Rogers bought it and changed it to the Rogers center. And it's been mm-hmm. Rogers center ever since. And people are always like, I don't call it the fucking Rogers center. It'll always be the sky dome. And, but, but where I decided I really don't care is when everyone got bent out of shape about changing the name of the Staples Center in LA. Yeah. Cause it's going to become the crypto.com arena or something. Mm-hmm. And people were like so mad. And I'm like, dude, do you realize that Staples is named after the fucking stupid office store? Like yeah. who gives a shit? It's like one corporation or another. It's just like mm-hmm. Staples was popular in, I don't know, the nineties and now crypto.com is popular. Get over it. Yeah. Just don't, don't don't care. However, um, I understand when you go to a place and you've got memories, I get that pine knob, Mm -hmm. pine knob. And I, uh, never went to it when it was pine knob, only DTE. So for me, well, now you can go. I can, I can, I can, I can. Beautiful. What if I call it DTE? Will I get like beaten up? Uh, you'll get some sour looks probably. (laughs) All right. Uh, yeah, can, uh, we're moving number on. Four. Yeah, number four. Yeah, uh, number three. Well, that was number four. Yep, number, number three. three. Uh, number three, like I said, uh, two Canadian bands right in a row here. This one coming from Winnipeg, Manitoba. Uh, with their new record, Heavy Steps, hardcore punk band, Comeback Kid. Oh, yes. These singles rip. The band rips. The band never misses ever. Everything they have ever done has been incredible. They're one of my favorite bands. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's another another band that makes Canada proud. Just band is the band is just so good. Yeah, I mean, I've I'm gonna be honest. Never been a huge comeback kid fan. Just never crossed my path. Right, always seen the name around, things like that. You better change that, Mike. 
I've listened to these singles quite a few times. They are absolutely raucous bangers that make me want to two-step my little emo heart out. It's phenomenal. It's a great time. There's an energy here that I feel has been lost from the hardcore punk scene, uh, kind of with the adaptation and falling in love with the more beatdown style of hardcore, things like that. Uh, that people aren't really putting out as much fast hardcore anymore. And this is a vibe and I love it. Yeah. No, um, everything, every record they've done has been amazing. And this is actually their first record in five years. So really this, if, if, if I'm correct, um, outsiders outsider came out in 2017. It did. I'm looking it up. So we're talking about five years, probably more like four and a half kind of thing. Still Mm -hmm. a while. So this is a band that does go, uh, a while between records and um, when they do make a record, it's really, really good. Uh, I think uh, Andrew Newfeld, the singer is one of the best uh, vocalists, lyricists and songwriters in hardcore. That's and something I noticed too. Lyrics were incredibly better than I expected for hardcore punk. No offense to hardcore punk. Uh, but. No, I, they, they've always been great in this band and um yeah, Andrew's a really smart guy. I, th- I think the, the the thing about Comeback Kid is because they're more like a modern band and they, they mm-hmm. have been a band since about 2002, 2003, because they're a more modern hardcore band, they aren't quite ready to get tagged with the greatest of all time yet. You know, yeah. people want to want to throw that onto someone like Sick of It All or Madball, which mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, they're great bands. However, I'm here to say right now, this these if these singles are any indication, this is going to cement Comeback Kid as probably the greatest hardcore band ever. That's just how good they are, man. And I'm here sometimes they're a little under the radar, but man, if you ever get the chance, Mike, or anybody listening to this, to get this to see this band live. Mm-hmm. We've I've toured with them. I've done festivals with them. They always sound unbelievable. I've, I saw them play this. We flew into this one junky festival somewhere in Alberta, like in the middle of nowhere. And yeah. they were just using like whatever amps and drums were just like kicking around. They sounded <laughs> so much better than any other band that played that day. They I don't know what it is. Just clean. They are just so good. Um, unbelievable band. So I love this pick. Um, I will see what number one and number two are because I think this should be number one, but regardless, um, comeback kid is don't sleep on this band. If you, if you've been missing them, yeah, go back. Their old records are awesome. Their new records are awesome. Yep. And I plan to, uh, as we get time, I know the year's starting up already. These releases are coming hard and fast. So it's on my list to try and find time to go back to the comeback kid discography. Yes. Do it up. Ready for number two. I am ready. Awesome. Um, we've been doing this show for about, I would say, a year and a half at this point. Yeah, almost. This next band was one of the first bands we talked about on this show. Uh, came in as kind of one of our rookie cards. This band now has 125,000 monthly listeners on Spotify. Yeah, love to I'm see it. I'm not going to say where the soul responsibility for that they're putting out some banging tunes as well but we played a decent part i think so uh coming out of new york city new york we've got the debut full-length record welcome home 
from Varsity. No vowels, unless you consider Y a vowel, which in this sometimes. case you should, because it is there. Sometimes. Or, uh, sometimes. I don't know. Um, <laughs> this band's great, though. Uh, this band is great. Blend, they blend post-hardcore and R&B more seamlessly than I'd say 95% of the other bands trying to do it. Um, it's phenomenally well done. The mix is great. Vocally super talented. Great lyrics. Yeah. Great riffs. Yeah. Everything about this band is great. What I love most about this band uh, is the singer. I think mm-hmm. the vocals are so unique. He's got such they a really cool are. character to his voice. Mm-hmm. And it's especially like when you... It's always strained in some degree. Yeah, it's got, it's got so much vibe. And, you know, uh, sometimes I'll, I'll be listening to a playlist or whatever and something will like, this will like pop up. And every mm-hmm. time I'm like, wow, this is like just so refreshing from you hear the same kind of voices, you know, over and yeah. over again. Then you hear this and you're like, wow, like this is really, really unique, but not like, not like unique in a weird way, like unique mm-hmm. in just like a holy shit. Like the first time just I like heard fucking ever so slightly different. Yeah. It's like, it's like, I don't want to compare him to like Johnny Craig, but like, you know, Johnny Craig had a certain character to his voice that like right away mm-hmm. you were like, oh shit, like this guy's got it. Yeah. This this singer, I believe his name is Joey, has that. It is uh, Joey from New York. It's like that's <laughs> shit shit right itself. Uh, but you know, stri- straight straight up, straight up, yo, straight up. Uh, it. God damn it. <laughs> uh, he's incredible. The, and you're right. They they kind of are like if issues wasn't trying so hard to be like really really technical and mm-hmm. like the best musicians in the world. If if like if issues just kind of threw that away and just tried to be like a really good songwriting band, I think Which you'd get were. sort of something they, they were as well. But if they, if they, if you threw that kind of aspect out of the, out of the way, yeah. you'd kind of get varsity. That's, that's but, like sort of what I'm, I'm there, feeling a little bit. There's nothing flashy about this band. And that is like a good thing, right? Because you don't always want that. Like no. there are some people who, love Prague and all they listen to is Prague. I love Prague. I love super technical stuff, but sometimes I just want to go in and listen to some chunky power chord riffs and call it a day. And like, this isn't flashy. It's just well-written songs. And that's what we love to see. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm laughing at people. People want me to do the New York accent again. It's not happening. That's it. One and done. Uh, I'm not good at accents. Uh, done. But Varsity, V-R-S-T-Y. Check it out. That's right. Almost 200,000 monthly listeners. When this record drops, they're going to have even more. Oh, and yeah. rightfully so. This band is sick. Spine Farm, baby. It's a real label. It's really good to see. Hey, are they really on Spine Farm? They are. That's <laughs> what it says. Today I learned. There you go. Uh, okay. Well, that was our top seven. Mine is our number one, which we're going to get into after a quick little break. We're back, everybody. Hell yeah. And uh, we've had an insanely good top seven minus number one, which we're going to get to. Battle Beast, Great American Ghost, Modern Error, Billy Talent, Combat Kid, and Varsity. Those are, that rounds out our top seven. Less this next artist, the number one most anticipated album of the week from. So this is a cool band that I only really dove into recently. Uh, my friend Aaron recommended them. 
Uh, this is a band called Owl. I think that's how you pronounce it. It's O-W-E-L, all caps, yep. with their re- new record, The Saltwater Well. They are coming out of Woodridge, New Jersey. This is not a normal recommendation for this show because I don't think they really sound like a lot of bands that we've talked about. They're very, I would say, alternative indie emo. It sounds similar to a lot of stuff we've talked on the show just because of the quality of music. And I think that this band has kind of taken what they're doing in their style and elevated it to a point that it doesn't matter that I'm not huge on indie. These songs just kind doesn't of speak matter. for themselves and are so good. I think that's one thing I've learned about doing this show over the last year and a half is that we don't play mm-hmm. favorites really with types of music. Um, obviously Try you're going to, to get like Mike's a huge metal guy. You're going to get probably more metal bands than I, I would pick if I was making mm-hmm. the list. However, when there's something really deserving of, you know, a number one slot or just of us focusing on it, it's going to get talked about. And I think this owl record, this band mm-hmm. uh, is a perfect example of that. It's just like this, just the, the way I would describe these singles. It's like, perfect it's like perfect yeah. music everything is just where it needs to be the mix is absolutely wonderful mm-hmm. there's a just the just the right amount of experimentation and like cool sounds but nothing gets in the way of how great the songs are beautiful it's like, lyricism yeah yeah so there's some like really great just some lyrics i was like wow that's like deep and like you can mm-hmm. hear what he's saying or she's saying because they have a they have a female uh, member that does some of the singing as well yep. in the band. Um, this is just, this is just awesome. There's orchestral elements. Yeah. Like everything about this, just there's so much going on, but the fact that they made it so cohesive and work, right? Like I almost want to say like when I'm thinking of this band, I think of them in kind of the same vein as like a muse where no matter what muse is doing stylistically, it's going to work. Um, a, a bring me the horizon, whatever they're doing stylistically, it's just going to fit together and work. Uh, Sleep token, all, all those kind of bands. Enter Shikari, where it doesn't matter what genre they they're kind of focusing in on. Everything that they've written is just so good at its core, and then they've found the perfect seasonings and accents and aromas to add to their meal. And it just you can't touch it. It has to be here. This. This record's going to be incredible. Yeah. I mean, everything falls into place. I mean, you compare them to a band's a lot more aggressive and rock and heavy than they are. I mean, that's what we're familiar with. This is sure. I mean, this is much softer. I mean, I mean, Mm -hmm. if if you ever listen to something like maybe like Pedro the lion, um, it's like maybe a little bit in that realm, not Um, quite as dark and not quite as sad. Um, but mm-hmm. it's like, like as tall as lions. Yeah. That's, um, that's a great like that. comparison. Indian lakes or from Indian lakes. Right. That's the band. Yeah. Even the world is yeah. a beautiful place and yeah, I am no longer too. afraid to die. Got it this time. Um, it, you could maybe compare it to that. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it, um, I'm trying to see what else they are compared to on, uh, Spotify. Yeah, Spotify. Oh, they, they are, they are compared to as tall as lions. That's a good pick. Also Lydia. That is a great comparison mm-hmm. as well. So I think, um, I think regardless, if you miss this band, uh, oh, they're compared to Gates. That's another really great, great yeah. comparison. I love Gates. They're compared um, to the Deer Hunter too, which is another great comparison. Yeah. This is just straight vibe and amazing, amazing 
uh, uh, vocal. So check it out. It's on Equal Vision Records. So it's on a punk label, mm-hmm. um, but it's not really punk. It's no, it's but it's really really good. I would say loosely associated with our scene at best, maybe. Uh, and this is a band that I've just recently found and gotten into. Maybe I need to go back and listen to their older records and they've got some roots in the scene and it, we've kind of diverged like a hundredth or something along those lines a little bit. Yeah, a little um, bit, a little less like maybe eighties, like synthy. This is more like real instrumentation kind of in a weird way. I don't know. It's hard to say, um, but I just mean like they've diverged, but they're still on kind of like a scene label, yeah, even though if you showed sure. me this record and said, Oh, it's on equal vision, by the way, I would have been like, huh? But like, you know, there's probably some ties in there. Absolutely. Well, that's that's our number one record from Owl. Um, O-W-E-L. Check it out. This yeah, band really is awesome. And, and relatively small band too. You're talking about under mm-hmm. 100,000 monthly listeners on Spotify. I think they need to get a lot more. So check them out. Hell yeah. That's great. And I'm sure we're going to have some honorable mentions. Oh, you know it, baby. Should we jump in? We should. Okay, let's go. Uh, so first up, I want to talk about three EPs uh, that I just want to talk about quickly. I don't think they deserve, or th- not that they deserve to make the list, but I just think we're not going to have as much to discuss on them with. Yep. Uh, High Wind has an EP coming. This is the side project of the two guys from Bless the Fall. We had the single last week. Um, interested to hear this. The first song was decent. I kind of want to hear some more from it. Uh yeah, I I, yeah. I remember you talking about this, mentioning that this was coming out, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, not uh, something I've heard yet. So definitely, definitely interesting. Yep. Uh, another cool EP is a new EP from Hanging Garden. They are kind of a post-metal, progressive metal, you know, whatever you want to call that kind of thing. Ambient metal uh, band. They're super cool. I'm really excited for this EP. Um but it's going to kind of sound like a lot of other stuff in that genre. Uh, check it out if you're into that kind of stuff. Okay. Uh, last one. It's kind of an EP of all B-sides. And I'm going to go on a little bit of a rant here because I think that these guys are doing it right. Asking Alexandria is dropping an EP. Interesting. We're going to see how this goes. I think this is the better way to do a deluxe edition nowadays as opposed to having an actual deluxe edition and re-releasing the album. I'm seeing a lot of bands start to announce this. Uh, we're about to get this from Era. We're about to get this from possibly While She Sleeps. We're getting this from Landmarks. We've gotten hmm. this last year from a couple of bands. Um, I'm starting to get a little tired of having to rebuy records twice, personally. Right. But... Um, I think the EP idea is a lot cooler. Uh, It feels a lot more kind of tailored to those songs that way, um, especially, and I'm just going to reference this in the case of Era. Uh, They're about to put out a single this week as well, early honorable mention. Uh, But they're putting the single right after Memory Fiction, which is a really slow, like kind of ballady song. And this song feels hype. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't want to have that beautiful album closer and then go into kind of like afterthought songs. Right. I know Um, what you mean. I mean, I definitely know what you mean. Um, This is not a new problem. You know, this has been happening forever with, Mm -hmm. uh, with, you know, things getting tacked on the end of records. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like when you, when you are releasing 
a deluxe version of a record, you're saying, all right, these were songs that like didn't make it or B-sides or whatever. You've had a chance to like mm -hmm. digest the record. Here was the rest of our thought process. We didn't want to give this to you all at once because it was too much yeah. or whatever. So here it is. That seems a lot more of like an honest way to do it than just mm -hmm. saying, all right, we're going to drop an EP, but it's like stuff that wasn't good enough to be on the last record, you know, but here it is as like, we're calling it like a new release. We're going to have it on five different variants of vinyl. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like that might be a little bit of a, I don't know, like artistically, I might not be as into that. That being said, mm -hmm. I'm sure every single band and project, like it could be, you know, could be different how it gets rolled out. Yeah. I mean, good points. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's coming out. Uh, if you're into asking Alexander, make sure you check that out. Uh, I'll listen to it once and see where we're at. Um, and I did just mention, or mentioned, yes, we're getting a new single from Era this week. Make sure you check that out. Uh, even if I'm not happy about the whole deluxe edition thing, I'm still very happy that there is new Era. There you go. Yep. We love it. Uh, kind of rolling into our singles, uh, some stuff that has already come out this week. We got a new single from Bad Omens. Ah, uh, yes. Fourth single. Uh Probably the one I'm least hyped on so far, uh, just because all three of the other singles sounded very new and fresh, and this one kind of sounds like it could have fit on the last record. Okay. Which, not, nothing wrong with that, uh, but it almost just feels a little bit more like a filler song. I need to give it a couple more spins because it did just come out today. Yeah, uh, big record coming out. But it's still good, right? That, Bad Omens, right? That record's coming it. out soon, right? About a month? Uh, February 25th. Yeah, it's gonna. that's going to be a big release. That's going to be probably a number one. Uh, all right. You wouldn't be surprised. Uh, next up, and Hell followed with really cool deathcore band. Uh, they are putting out a new single featuring uh, Kyle from Body Snatcher. So that'll be super solid. Um, small upcoming deathcore band if you're a fan of, I think, the more like hardcore stuff in the deathcore realm, kind of like Last 10 Seconds of Life, um, Chamber, stuff like that. Spite. You'll have a good time here. Okay. Uh, next up, and this one I think is going to surprise a few people. Uh, we're getting a new single from the main. Okay. Featuring Taking Back Sunday. The whole band? It just says Taking Back Sunday. So okay. it's probably just vocals, but um, probably. who knows, right? That's cool. Yeah. Uh, super cool collaboration. We love to see it. That'll be a lot of fun. We love the main here. Yeah. I mean, the last record is pretty fresh. Like, I feel like it just came yeah. out six months ago, maybe. So uh, give or take. maybe a little longer, but it was definitely 2021. Yeah. It was like May, I think. Okay. So. Yeah. Okay. Then I guess maybe it's time to have a little something, something. So that's cool. Mm -hmm. Not going to, not yep. going to be mad about it. Yep. Uh, we got the second single and album announcement from the new pup record. Hmm. Yay. Yeah. We like pup here. Uh, so that'd be a lot of fun. Um, super solid band. Can't really knock them. No, they never miss. They never miss. Uh, and they're always doing things that are pretty cool. <laughs> and, yeah. and you know, they, they kind of uh, march to their, their own, to be to their own drummer a little bit, uh, mm -hmm. which I, which I really respect. So. Yep. Uh, next up, uh, speaking of marching to the beat of their own drum, we already talked about power metal once this week. 
Let's talk about it again. Okay. Uh, we're getting a new single from Hammerfall. I think this is going to be the second or third single from their new record coming out a little bit later this year. Uh, this is another super cheesy mainstay power metal band that's kind of been around for a long time. Uh, gets some flack because they're a little too goofy and a little too on the nose with what they're doing power metal wise. Uh, but they're super fun band. They've got riffs. They've got solos. Uh, they're a little silly. It's a good time. Yes. I mean, they are a little silly, a little, little in like, yeah, over the top would be a great way to put it. Um, But yeah, you'll, I mean, if you go to any metal show, you'll see someone wearing a Hammerfall shirt. Their merch is everywhere. It's so good too. (laughs) Yeah, That's why it's everywhere. I even got the Hammerfall shirt from Rockabilly. That's that's right. Yes, you did. That's right. It's a great shirt. Yes. Shout out to our sponsor, Rockabilly. Once again, they got all the good stuff. Get over there. Rockabilly.com. Promo code Shane. Save you 10%. Uh, Next up, another small band that we've talked about on the show quite a bit. Uh, Say for say, putting out second single from hopefully an upcoming album. Uh, Love these guys over on the East Coast, putting out some super solid uh, poetry core, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, love this band. Um, S, super cool. S apostrophe E forcer. If you're looking yep. for it, that's what it is. Seforce. We don't know how to say it. We're assuming. We don't. Uh, next up, super cool progressive band called Voyager coming out of Australia. Uh, these guys rock. They're putting out a new single. I think it's the first off of their upcoming album. Um, super talented dudes. Always a fun time to listen to. Uh, make sure you check that out if you're into any kind of proggy rock, proggy metal. I'm not going to call it one or the other because it's really kind of in the middle, mm-hmm. uh, but it's a fun listen. Okay. So make sure you check that out. Uh, also coming from the land down under, uh, Banks Arcade putting out a new single, super cool kind of uh, electronic metalcore, post-hardcore, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it, band. Very similar to Diamond Construct almost. Uh, Alpha Wolf, all those guys, super fun stuff. Um, it's going to be good. It's from Australia. It's, that's they're, right. They're a different breed down there. They, it's true. They are. Banks Arcade, always an interesting name. I always wondered what what that yeah. meant. But yes, Banks no Arcade, idea. check it out. Yeah. Uh, all right. You know what? The rest I've got are from Australia pretty much. So it's just Australia hour now. Uh, Ocean Grove put out a new single, announced their new album. I love Ocean Grove. This is one of the coolest, quirkiest bands out there in our scene. And I don't think that they get enough love. Uh, they are kind of weird, but in a really, really good, fun way. Like, I don't know. They, it's like cowbell, right? Like <laughs> sometimes you just got a need for more cowbell. Yes. And like Ocean Grove has that. Like it's your weird fix. This band's great. They're addictive. Super fun. I like the new single. I'm really excited for the next record. All right. Uh, next up, more Australia. Uh, North Lane, new single, second single from the album. Really excited for this. Uh, Alien was phenomenal work. Uh, probably the best that they have done in a long time. I am really excited for this record that comes in April, I want to say. Yeah. Uh, super solid first single and second single. I don't know if Clockwork is on this record yet. I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, but this one's going to be another banger. Band doesn't miss. Uh, hyped for it. I, I agree with you. And last up, not coming from Australia. But you know we saved the best for last. That's what we do here. We've got part two of our little collaboration project that Loathe is putting together. This next single is with T. 
Teenage Wrist. Oh. Okay. Uh, I forget what song it is, but they're redoing one of the songs from their record as well. Um, I want to say it's Is It Really You, which is solid because the last track was Two-Way Mirror, uh, just a little different. Uh, so I'm really excited to see what happens here. This is a cool project. I love everything Loth does. They're just such a talented band. They are. Um, and I think we're getting another one from them next week that literally everyone will be extremely, extremely hyped about. Uh, I'm not going to talk about it now, but just a little okay. teaser for you. Okay. Yeah, that's our week. That's our week. We did it. Done. Great show. Uh, we had, uh, man, just so many great, great bands, so much diversity today. Um, Oodles. I'm, I'm excited for, I'm excited to get listening. I can't wait. Can't wait to Friday. This is good. Good stuff. Last week we had all the big names this week, a little bit smaller, a little bit back to our roots, but still great. I'm excited for it. Tell that to Billy Talent. They're one of the biggest Canadian bands of all time. But all right. Regardless, yeah, some exceptions. Check it all out, especially Owl. That's our number one album of the week. You will not be disappointed. This is really, really great stuff. Hell yeah. There it is. Thank you. Boom. We did it. <laughs>